Good morning. Today is Thursday, November 5th, 2020. Another benefit of needing to halt services back in March for three months and then to spend four months services davening only in a tent. So basically we were exiled from shul for seven months. A benefit of that was not one time in all of those months did I hear somebody complain, you're sitting in my seat. Because that is one of the most prevalent turnoffs and one of the most prevalent, unfortunately, prevalent sources of arguments in any synagogue. And the worst part of it is people often claim a righteous reason for demanding that they should be able to sit in their regular seat. And they, it's referred to as makam kavua, my set place, my established place where I daven, where I pray. And the source of this practice, that it is a good practice to always pray in the same place, the source is in our Parsha, in this week's Parsha Vayera. We know that in the Parsha, Avraham prays to God to save the inhabitants of Sodom. The people of Sodom are very wicked. Avraham prays to God, negotiates with God to try to be able to save the people of Sodom. And ultimately, as we know, Sodom was destroyed. The whole city was destroyed. The next morning, after the destruction of the city of Sodom, the Torah tells us as follows. The Torah says, the next morning, Vayash came Avram Baboker. Avraham woke up in the next morning. El Hamakom Asher Omad Shom Hashem. And he stood in the place where he had stood before God. What does that mean? He stood in the place where he had stood before God. So the Talmud says, it's a Gemara Brachos, Malamed, this comes to teach us, Shavram Avinu Kava Makam Latvilaso. Avram had a specific spot where he would stand every time that he prayed. So yesterday when he prayed for Sodom, he stood in this one spot. And the next day he prayed again and he stood in the same spot. And the Torah tells us that while he was standing in that spot the day after the destruction of Sodom, and as Avraham was praying and standing in the same spot, he looked out over the area where yesterday Sodom and Amorah stood. And he saw that smoke was rising from the destroyed cities like the smoke of a furnace. That is, he was standing and he was seeing that Sodom had been destroyed and it was only smoke 
rising up from the destroyed city. But he was standing in the same place. So the Gemara says, Malamed, it comes to teach you that Avram always stood in the same place. There's a sefer called Shemen Hatov, an author who explains that the significance of Makam Kavua, the set place, does not only refer to standing in the same or sitting in the same physical location. There's actually a much deeper meaning. Just think about this for a moment in human terms. Yesterday, Avram prays to God to save the people of Sodom. The conclusion of that, you will remember, is that God finally agreed, if there are ten righteous people in Sodom, I'll save the whole city because of those righteous people. The next morning, Avram is standing in the same spot, and what does he see? He sees that he failed. He sees that there were presumably not ten righteous people in the city of Sodom. He sees that his efforts to try to save the people of Sodom were unsuccessful. His prayer to try to save the people was not heeded by God because the city, in fact, was destroyed. Imagine how that made Avram feel. Imagine how that made Avram feel discouraged and disappointed and maybe to feel, listen, my prayer is, not, is in vain. Apparently God's not listening. It's not helping. This whole prayer business doesn't seem to be doing any good. The greatness of Abraham is that seeing the destroyed city of Sodom, he did not give up hope. He did not give up his faith. He established a fixed place for his prayer, not just physically, but spiritually, he was able to maintain his faith in God and his faith in prayer, even though he had been disappointed. Yes, he was disappointed. Yes, he was not successful in saving the people of Sodom. But he was able to return to the same place, physically, but also spiritually. He was able to, again the next day, come before God, and to pray with the same faith, the same enthusiasm, and the same concentration. There was no spiritual descent as a result of that. And that is a metaphoric understanding of what it means to pray in the same place, to be able to have a connection to God, even when things are not going my way. Okay, fine. That's a very important understanding, and I hope all of us will keep that in mind. But let me just ask a practical question. Isn't it legitimate to insist on being able to sit in your regular seat when you come to shul? The Talmud does seem to say that there is um, a, a, an aspect that that's a positive thing. So maybe a person should be able to insist that they should be able to sit in their seat and to tell someone else to move. So I want to just share with you the whole quote from the Gemara, from the Talmud. The Talmud says, because I only shared part of it before, the Talmud says as follows, Amar Rebbe Chelbo. Rebbe Chelbo teaches the following lesson. Malamed, this comes to teach, that any person who has makom kavua, a set place for their prayer, will be assisted 
by the God of Avraham. And when that person dies, God will say about that person, what a tzaddik, what a chassid, what an anav, what a righteous person, what a humble person. That person was a disciple of our patriarch Avraham. So I want to assure you of the following. If a person comes to shul and they insist on sitting in their regular seat and someone else who is sitting there, they ask them to move, I assure you that person will not be called by God righteous and humble. That is not what God is looking for. And I likewise promise you, this is a guarantee, if you come to shul and someone else is sitting in your seat and you make them feel welcome and you go and sit somewhere else, I promise you, God will call you a righteous person and a humble person. There are certain aspects of the fact that we were all uprooted from our seats in synagogue this past March. Certain aspects should stay with us even as we return. It would be the best thing if we always consider ourselves without a regular seat in shul. Let's try to take that with us, notwithstanding the lesson that comes from this week's Parsha. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. In your own home, you should have a set place for prayer. Stand there, sit there all the time. No one will interrupt you. No one will take your place. But in shul, let's prioritize making other people feel welcome. Have a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon, hopefully in shul and hopefully sitting wherever we want to sit in a way that welcomes everybody. Have a great day.